ABCHSE and the program Comparisons, Connections and Conversations. I'm your host, Ben Shapiro, and today's episode addresses listeners who study HSC Advanced English, as we will explore the so-called textual conversations that occur between director Jane Campion's 2009 film Bright Star, a cinematic reinterpretation of 19th century romantic poet John Keats's various works in life, and the actual original poetry itself examining the resonances and dissonances between these two textual forms. The suite of poems studied in this module were composed in the Romantic period of English poetry, in which expression, love, truth, art, and beauty have no bounds. An artistic and literary movement considered a reaction against prevailing Enlightenment ideas at the time. In keeping with his Romantic framework, Keats created many timeless works, three of which we'll examine and compare to their usage in Campion's film. Ode to a Nightingale, Bright Star, and La Belle Dame Sans Merci all feature within Campion's speculative fiction and allow students to examine what resonates, or in other words, remains, and what is dissonant, what differs and challenges the original. Some critical information is about to head your way, Year 12. You'd better get ready to take some notes. Jane Campion's film flips the traditional formula of a biopic. Instead of an origin story of sorts, told by the male protagonist, the story of John Keats is told from the perspective of his great love and muse, Fanny Braun. As a director wished to express this narrative through a contemporary feminist lens, in keeping with the 21st century context, rather than the historical context of the 19th century of the poem's composition, which your teacher may refer to as a dissonance. The film is named after Keats's poem, Bright Star, in which he praises the steadfast nature of a star on the surface level, but Year 12, when we examine this more deeply, offers a meditation on the transcendence of love, the poem commonly thought to be a peon to his muse, Braun herself. He describes a star within the sonnet using simile, like nature's patient, sleepless eremite, as the isolated figure bewitches him in his beauty. The poem's final lines describing his deep love for nature, but also arguably for Braun, in the oxymoronic rhyme. Awake forever in a sweet unrest, Still, still to hear her tender taken breath, and so live ever or else swoon to death. And this shows the reader that Keats's romantic tenets of transcendent love is embedded within this poem. Campion's naming of her film, Bright Star, connects the respondent to the poem's significance straight away, but her story is focalised through Braun, and this becomes a declaration of love from Keats to Braun. Your teachers will tell you this is a work of art in its own right, with cinematic choices illuminating their great love, but also providing an aesthetically rich visual experience for the viewer. Keats recites his poem to his love, and their proxemics suggest connection, whilst the colour palettes of burned bronze and rich teals connect the pair in a scene reminiscent of an artwork. The way Keats is positioned in Fanny's arms gives the line, My fair love's ripening breast, a definitive context. And this fictional recount explicitly demonstrates that the director wants to have the audience believe the poem is written about Braun. 
The end of the film finds a forlorn, grief-stricken Fanny roaming the surrounds of the family home in the darkness, both literal and figurative, as she recalls the lyrics of the ballad named after her, seemingly unable to move past her great love for Keats. The romantic idea expressed in the film is love, whereas in the poem, ideas such as individuality, love, and life take centre stage, a difference between the two mediums. The balladic poem La Belle Dame Sans Merci, translated as The Beautiful Lady Without Mercy, tells the story of the seductress who lures and abandons her male prey, as he remains waiting for her, palely loitering, after she has had her way with him and many before him. This could possibly be reflective of Keats's real-life denunciation of his friends, as reported in historical accounts, who were blinded by love, humorously criticising their infatuation with women. In the film, Keats says to Fanny, I am not sure I have the right feelings towards women, and I am attracted to you without knowing why. I yearn to be ruined by shrews and saved by angels, and in reality I have only ever really loved my sister. Contradictory portrayals of women feature paramount in the poet's works, but the importance of love looms large. The predatory La Belle Dame of La Belle Dame Sans Merci has enchanted men, kings, and warriors, indicating that the spirit's powers, and thus love itself, transcends barriers, although this poem paints this concept in a negative light if students are only able to consider the traditional, critical interpretation of this poem. Contrastingly, the relationship Keats has with Fanny Braun in the film treats the poem differently, as the ballad emerges as a moment of romance between the pair, rather than a rumination on the dangers presented by women. Shown through the proximity of the two characters in the mid-shot, and delivers his verse slowly and with affection. Vaughan brings out Keats' ability to love, and this is a clear example of a dissonance. The romantic ideas conveyed differ between the two texts, showing a conversation between the original 19th century piece and the 21st century reimagining, and Keats's love for Fanny acts as a paradox to these expressed ideas. Another of Keats's poems, Ode to a Nightingale, which was composed in 1819, showcases the poet's skill as a sensory imagist, as he attempts to reconcile the wonder and beauty of a nightingale's birdsong with his own mortality and suffering. Melancholic and meditative, and deeply aware of the birdsong speaking to his soul, the nightingale emerges as a symbol of purity and truth, free of the corrupting influence of humankind. Also representational of nature, the nightingale connects the speaker with the natural world, a connection he feels intrinsically. Interconnectedness and unity with nature a hallmark of pastoral romantic texts. The composition of this poem is shown in the film and focalised through Braun, as she watches Keats under a tree, immersed in the experience of composition. He is framed, not unlike an artwork, as a diegetic sound of birdsong is heard, as he recites the verse, metaphor and iambic pentameter in the opening, my heart aches, lulling the reader into meditation, as we hear a personified bird which singest of summer in full-throated ease. Hearing the verse, spoken by Wishaw's Keats, coupled with the personified bird, creates both happiness and sorrow, as the poet, in both texts, experiences joys offered by the moment, but with the knowledge that it cannot last. Jane Campion's Bright Star and the poetic works of John Keats both share a textual conversation between several centuries, with the former reinterpreting the latter through a 21st century lens, with an exploration of a variety of romantic topics such as love, beauty, truth, imagination and innocence. The two texts share similar ideas while also having differences based on the speculation behind Keats's life and Campion's directorial vision. Basically, Year 12, each text lends to the other's meaning and the two cannot be fully understood without knowledge of the other. This has been Ben Shapiro from ABC HSC and good luck to all you students.
Oh, oh.